All right, welcome back to the CV update. I know this is a little bit late now, but the New England Patriots lost to the Miami Dolphins back on Sunday by a score of 22 to 12 and will now officially be missing the playoffs for the first time since the 2008 season. This loss drops the Patriots to a 6 and 8 record, and now they are guaranteed to not finish over 500 for the first time since the 2000 season when they finished 5 and 11. And that was also Bill Belichick's first season as head coach for this team. So rather than focus on the statistics for this game, which for the Patriots really wasn't anything noteworthy as their offense came on just four field goals, not just four field goals, but four field goals from kicker Nick Folk, I'm going to focus on what went right and what went wrong for this team in 2020 and give an overview for what the team needs to do to address this offseason. My previews and recaps for the remaining two games of the season will be in similar tone, where I'll do a brief mention of the game, but discuss more on the offseason and what the Patriots should focus on. So what went right for the Patriots this season? For starters, I would say one was the emergence of quarterback J.C. Jackson, who's turned into a terrific player. He was an undrafted free agent back in 2018, and he should have been named to the Pro Bowl this season. He was snubbed. But this season, he recorded eight interceptions, including one back on Sunday against the Dolphins. So he looks like a really good player. He's going to enter free agency, I think, this offseason. But he's definitely a player the Patriots should try to retain just because of his value to this team. There's also running back Damian Harris, who's emerged as a workhorse running back really after a redshirt uh, rookie season with the team last year. He's turned into a very good player, a three-down running back, and he can run hard, and that's what the Patriots love and need going forward. They need a guy like Harris to move the ball down the chains, but they shouldn't rely on just him because that's what sort of happened. The offense was so bad this season that it relied on a guy like Harris to try to move the ball down the chains, and it worked for some games, obviously, or down the field. It worked for some games, like the Ravens, for example, but in the end, any team that's won first is not going to win in this league. That's just how everything works. I'd also say uh, wide receiver Jacoby Myers was very good this season, too. In his second season with the team, he emerged as a legitimate wide receiver for this team going forward. He's not a true number one receiver. He's more of a number two or number three, but he definitely earned a role on this team next year in some capacity, and I do think that he can turn into a very good player. So there's that. I also want to mention Gunnar Olszewski uh, he's a wide receiver, and he's emerged as a punt returner. He's turned into a very good player overall. Obviously, I know against the L.A. Chargers, they're not a very good football team. I mean, the Patriots smacked them 45-0. to zero. But Olszewski definitely seems like someone who, over time, has become a pretty good punt returner. And I do think that he has some room to grow as a wide receiver, too, going forward. So I'd say that was another positive from this season. And kicker Nick Folk, and really the entire special teams unit, um, has been pretty good. Nick Folk was became a reliable option again. He had two game-winning field goals from 50-plus yards against the New York Jets and Arizona Cardinals, and just continuing to see great play in the special teams area from Matthew Slater, and also punter Jake Bailey had another great season as well. And one other mention I'd like to make is rookie offensive lineman Michael Unwenyu. He was a six-round draft pick this season, but he's been among one of the best rookies at the offensive line position who were drafted the season so that was a gem of a find and the patriots look like they have an absolute steal now at least for the next six seven years hopefully at offensive line and on when you so that those were there were some positives to take out of the season and when you look forward to what's going to happen in 2021 but what didn't go right so the 
glaring one is going to have to be quarterback Cam Newton. The whole QB situation was a mess for the Patriots. I know Newton had some good games, like against the Seattle Seahawks. He was terrific, threw for 397 yards, and he was the reason the Patriots were just a couple yards away from winning that game. However, when you look at all the statistics in the end, in 14 or in 13 games, which Newton started, the Patriots have played 14 games, Newton's only thrown five touchdown passes this season and 10 interceptions. In 13 games, he's managed to just throw five touchdowns. That's just unthinkable to think of and unthinkable to imagine, really. Like, I understand that he's not Tom Brady, but, like, the fact that someone can only throw five touchdowns this season, and you can make the excuse that – I I don't want to hear the excuse that his receivers aren't good enough. Even with these types of receivers, you should not be throwing five touchdowns. You can understand – I can understand if it was, like, in the mid to low teens, right, if it was, like – 19 20 touchdown passes but five touchdown passes quarterback play with a huge problem and i think the patriots clearly need to look in a different direction going forward i don't think jared stidham is the answer either to be honest the other reason the patriots don't trust him and and they're still going with cam newton over him so this is a position they need to absolutely address because qb carousel you can maybe play musical chairs in some other positions maybe get by like tight end or like defensive end or those types of positions quarterback is one position you do not want to mess around with and try to experiment with too much you need the patriots need a stable option going forward they clearly obviously had one they had the goat in tom brady for all these seasons but brady's not coming back now and anyways the patriots need to try and find a suitable replacement at some point they should have anticipated that Brady would be gone, either through retirement. Obviously, he left in free agency for the Buc- Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but that their Patriots need to do something this offseason. Whether they draft someone, they sign someone in free agency, they trade for someone. I mean, there's a bunch of options. I can go into that, and that's honestly probably worth for another podcast episode altogether. But they need a new player. But I will go into that in a little bit anyways, just to give some names. Um, what also didn't go right, I'll have to mention cornerback Stefan Gilmore. I know he was injured this season, but I think all the stuff that went on from the fact that when we learned that he was given a $5 million rate, um, I guess, uh, advance on his salary. And then the fact that he sold, put his house on the market, there was all that stuff where he was trying to avoid tackling a player to avoid injury. There were all sorts of stuff that went on with Gilmore this offseason. Um, he's a good player, obviously. I mean, he's the 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, and I still think he's been playing at an elite level. I mean, he had a great set of games where he limited DeAndre Hopkins and Keenan Allen. So he's still a very good player, and... But this season, obviously, with everything went on, I just didn't like what happened with Gilmore. And so hopefully, whatever that happens, the Patriots can resolve it this offseason, whether they trade him or they decide on a new contract. I don't know what's going to go on with Gilmore, but clearly um, this past season was not good in that sense. Um, There's also wide receiver Nikhil Harry, who at this point, like now you can say after a sophomore season, it's just not a great draft pick at all. I mean, he's shown flashes at all, but a, a very disappointing sophomore season. He's been clearly outplayed by Jacoby Myers, who, I mean, I'm going to keep saying this. It's just going to be a revolving thing I say on the tape now, but he's been outplayed by a guy who was an undrafted free agent when Harry was a first-round draft pick in the same draft class. So clearly at this point, it's not looking good on his part. Obviously, I know, like, you can say the Patriots haven't used him well, but as a first-round draft pick, and you can also say, like, the uncertain QB situation, well, Terry McLaurin, who plays for the Washington football team, you don't think he's had a revolving door at the QB position, but he's still producing. He looks like one of the best running backs, sorry, wide receivers in the class right now. And given the uncertainty he's had to face at his QB situation, so that's not an excuse. Harry needs to do 
do better. He's still young, so obviously, yeah, like I think the Patriots should bring him back next year. I don't think you should release him. I think you have to bring him back. And I heard that Michael Irvin, the Dallas Cowboys wide receiving legend, he said that um, he could potentially work with Harry this offseason. And, you know, like, I mean, I'd say it's worth a shot. I mean, Irving's a Hall of Famer. And if Harry can learn from him and if Irvin sees potential in Harry, and I think there is potential, um, then definitely I think it's worthwhile to, for Harry to work with him and improve. And what also didn't go right, I guess, speaking of the wide receiver or just lack of production among these draft picks is the tight end situation. Uh, the Patriots drafted two tight ends this past draft, Dalton Keene out of Virginia Tech and Devin Asiasi out of UCLA. And basically, neither of them made any impact at all, which was even noteworthy. They had tight end Ryan Izzo, who was good for maybe like a pass or two a game. But really, the tight end situation was so bad. It was really really bad for the Patriots this season really since Rob Gronkowski retired back in the end of the 2018 season they've done a horrible job replacing that position and replacing him and having anyone who's viable so I mean this is just it's just two years now of pretty much no impact at that position and obviously people could say back oh well Gronk in 2018 he wasn't the same guy but Obviously, he wasn't, but he was still a great blocker, and he could still make plays when the Patriots needed him, like against the Kansas City Chiefs in that AFC Championship game. And don't forget that final pass, at least in a Patriots uniform, that he caught in Super Bowl 53 against the Los Angeles Rams. So that's the thing. Like, the Patriots need a new tight end, and maybe that's where they target tight end Kyle Pitts out of University of Florida. He looks like the top uh, tight end in the draft class this upcoming season, back in April, from April of 2021. So that's someone the Patriots really should target because Pitts is the best tight end, I think, in that class. So, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of the stuff that didn't go right, but here's some of the stuff. And I'm going to just quickly discuss some of the QB situations. So obviously the Patriots are not getting Trevor Lawrence, who's the Clemson quarterback, but maybe they can go for Zach Wilson from Brigham Young University, Kyle Trask from the University of Florida, or Mac Jones from University of Alabama. But I'm really kind of skeptical on quarterbacks from University of Alabama just because their wide receivers are always incredible. I mean, you're working with Jerry Judy or Henry Ruggs or someone of their cast caliber these guys are just guys who are taking the first round of draft so we really don't know how good these quarterbacks really are from Alabama I mean to attack of Iloa he looks okay for the Miami Dolphins like I know he's been injured but in my opinion I think Justin Herbert has been a better player so far I mean it's not even close right now if you look at all the statistics I know Tua's been injured but Herbert looks like the best draft pick out of that class I mean he was taken after Tua and Joe Burrow who's taken first overall I know both those guys have the previous two guys have injury I know that but Herbert looks like an absolute stud right now and Chargers look like they found their next franchise quarterback after Philip Rivers left in the offseason. So it is possible to find your next guy without really waiting. But the Patriots are kind of in a tough spot right now in that regard at the quarterback position. But they do need a quarterback. And whether or not you look in the trade market, try to sign a guy like Matthew Stafford or Matt Ryan, or I'm sorry, trade for them, or you sign a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick and maybe draft someone and kind of do what the Dolphins did this season where they started Fitzpatrick and eventually gave the ball to Tua. So I don't know what the Patriots really should do. I mean, draft picks, all these guys, they're really up in the air. Some of these most some of these guys might end up just flaming out after a couple seasons, but the Patriots really clearly do need someone else. So there's that. 
And lastly, this is going to be a little bit different because obviously the playoffs are coming around and the Patriots won't be part of it, but I'll still be doing these podcasts. Um, I'm just going to cover around the NFL a little bit. So the Kansas City Chiefs are now 13-1 and after defeating the New Orleans Saints in a very good game, 32-29. to And they look great right now. And they've been playing with such great, like, Obviously, like every game, like, you know, with QB Patrick Mahomes, who's the best quarterback in the league by far, I think he should win the MVP again. They're playing with this flow, though, that I really kind of don't like. Like, I feel sometimes they're kind of very, like, they take all these risks. Like, late in the game, they'll start passing the ball. And I know they're converting it, but I don't know. There's just, I mean, I don't want to say it like this, but it seems like sometimes everything just seems like this going so right for them. It just seems like that at the most inopportune time, like in a Super Bowl or something like that, things could stop going right for them. So I don't know. There's just something about this Chiefs team that really makes me skeptical that they're going to actually win the Super Bowl again. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't see them winning the Super Bowl. So there's that. Maybe it's, this is going to be considered a hot take, and I'll elaborate more as the season, as the playoffs go on, but I don't think this Chiefs team is going to be repeating as Super Bowl champions. Um, also, the Green Bay Packers, once again, they have a very strong regular season. Last year, they were 13-3. and This year, right now, they're 11-3 and and on pace to winning 13 games again. Aaron Rodgers is having another MVP caliber season, and they already beat the New Orleans Saints once. Um, who I would say is probably the second best team in the conference right now. They also got pounded by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So perhaps they should hope for New Orleans to knock out Tampa and then try to beat New Orleans again because they had success in doing that. So there's that. And then speaking of those Buccaneers and former Patriots quarterback Tom Brady, they're 9-5. and five. They look like they're going to be in the playoffs this season. And they should be able to finish out the season strong. Like they came back from a 24-7 to deficit against the Atlanta Falcons back on Sunday. And now they face the Detroit Lions and the, those Falcons again. So really they should win those next two games and finish 11 and five and likely get a wild card slot. Cause I think new Orleans is just needs one more win to uh, clinch the division, the NFC South. Um, so there's that. And the last team I'm going to mention for now, I know there are other great teams, but these are the teams I just want to talk about the Buffalo bills um, who are going to actually win the AFC East for the first time since the 1995 season, they could make a real playoff run. They're a legit team. They're 11-3. and three. If not for Kyler Murray's Hail Mary pass um, against them, they'd be 12-2. and two. So they are a very good football team right now. But my thing is I don't think they're going to actually be able to beat the Chiefs come the playoff time. So they're going to definitely be a team. I think they're going to be able to make the AFC Championship game, but I do think they're going to lose to the Chiefs. So... That's it for now. I mean, I'm going to basically these next two games, I'll still have previews and recaps, but my focus is not going to kind of be on the overall league and everything like that. So um, there's really not much else to cover in these next two games. So I'll focus more on the overall league and kind of what the Patriots can do in the offseason. And depending on what's been heard, like, I mean, I've also might, potentially look into the NBA season, which has started off again. As a Celtics fan, I'm thrilled that the Celtics beat the Milwaukee Bucks right last night, 122-121. But anyways, I'll focus on NFL and NBA and anything else that I cover will be in a different episode. But that's it. Um, I hope you all enjoy the holiday time, and I'll have a preview out for the Patriots Monday night football game, which is next against the Buffalo Bills, uh, mainly just in a similar format as this. But all right, have a good one, guys.